welcome to Tea and Tales, the podcast where we drink a lot of tea and we talk about some of our favorite tales. I'm Emily and I'm back from Alaska. I'm Sarah and I've been here the whole time. Indeed. I am Erica and I have also been here the whole time. And uh, today's episode is all about aliens. But wait. Not just aliens, specifically the alien movie franchise. Mm-hmm. While we were talking, <laughs> well, before we started, Emily was drawing uh, uh, aliens from her memory. <laughs> They're bad. Because over the last several, <laughs> several weeks, we collectively have watched the entire alien franchise. And then I drew some. And Why is he smoking a blunt? <laughs> that's his mouth mouth. <laughs> So, okay, guys, I can actually draw pretty well, but I have to be looking at a picture of yeah, what I'm Yeah, that's drawing. the thing. If I'm not, it's the world's worst I ever. I definitely think we should post pictures. I, yeah. I, I will have to draw a better one, though. Oh, I'll put yes, this too. She... No, I'll put this one, too. Okay, um, good. Okay, that's fine. Then. So there, if you're at home and you're not doing anything, um, try and draw a picture of a xenomorph. Or from memory. Memory. Yeah. 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 Just from yeah, memory. Yeah, we'll share it. If I also tag. drew an egg. Uh, and a face hugger. I mean, I can draw an egg. Let's I drew see an egg, it. but it's bad. It looks like a weird, bad I'm, mess. I, you know what? I have to talk about the tea. Yeah, so. okay, What's that's the tea fine. For today? You just I don't think. want to draw an oval. I get it. Yeah, it's so good to be um, back. <laughs> <laughs> Our tea for today is uh, called Phoenix Rising. We are not going to promote the store it is from because we actually had a terrible experience there. Unfortunately. Yeah. We went looking for one that was local to us, and we were so excited when we found what we thought was a tea shop. It ended up being a spiritual shop that um, also sold some tea. And coffee. Yeah. And the guy refused to tell us any of the ingredients because he thought we would steal his recipes. You know, because we're such... And talented tea maker. Yeah, and then he Erica also. I, I don't make it from scratch. I can brew she it. Harvest the herbs, Emily. Erica, you're a tea. Witch, I have so. chamomile in my garden. That's about it. So if it's just plain chamomile and nothing else, then there you go. But so yeah, he wouldn't tell us, and then he didn't know how to brew it, and he put like. I don't know, three or four times the amount you needed it, and it was just in there and bitter and terrible. So for whatever reason, I decided to buy some. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to support locally, so I that did. was kind of nice. And this is not what a great to that story. Like, is, man, I was buying it before I tasted it because I was buying it while he was brewing it, and so I was like, "This will be fine." The purchasing process took like. Four hours. It was so bad. We had a new girl on register. Yeah, and so, I mean, it was... She was new in her human body, too. Like, she... (laughs) She's an android, actually. Or, like, a something. Just new skin, new appendages. New body hoovis. So, like, I can't tell you what's in the tea. It's red. I imagine there's some, a bit of hibiscus because it is so red. Although, Mm -hmm. I don't taste it that much. Which normally the hibiscus is overpowering. Do you think there's rubos in it? Rooibos? That one? Rooibos? Mm. Maybe. It's very weak, though, too. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not terribly flavored. Like, it's pretty to look at, though. It is. Um, It is the best tea we've had from this place because we brewed it ourselves. We did have another yeah. tea called Resurrection Tea, or um, Exorcist Tea, because all of the ingredients in the tea was used in an exorcism. Yes, for some reason, I tried that one. <laughs> I'm still it? here, and uh, I don't think I've been possessed. Where's your soul? <laughs> you would be... Yeah. Not possessed because you would drink the That's true. Tea. Yeah, it Did was you feel gross lighter though. After no, that? I felt like my taste there was buds too much were tea in the affronted tea. by terribleness. Which is also a story. Yeah. yeah. So um, we just decided to do it because 
It smelled really good. It smelled good, and it was Phoenix rising, like so, Ripley rising above the aliens. Alien the resurrection. And that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The so, patriarchy. Right. <laughs> yes. Men. Men. <laughs> so what we did for this episode, I don't know why it got into my brain. I think we had This said, is a full Erica idea. It was. It was, I think, because we were talking about doing an episode about aliens, like, just in general. And I, for some reason, was like, what if we watched all of the alien movies and then did a podcast on that? Which is especially weird coming from me because I was the only one that had actually already watched all of the alien movies. I have vague (laughs) recollections of aliens. And I think I had seen Alien, but I don't think I'd like... I mean, I've seen Aliens... And Alien multiple times. Mm-hmm. And it's then, not a very big distinguish between those I know. two titles. I've seen the first two many times. And then I think in college is when I bought Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection because I wanted to watch You're them. You're like, wow, Alien 3 is the worst movie I've ever seen. And you burned it? Um, I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> she still has it on DVD because that's I what know, we, we watched so, it. But yeah, but now I've seen Alien 3 twice. So just mm-hmm. think about that. That's how you know. Yeah, we are not going to be discussing the alien versus predator part. Um, not our Sigourney d- says it makes her sad, and so therefore it you makes know, us sad. It makes us sad. anything that makes Sigourney Weaver sad. We all cry. We all exactly. <laughs> exactly. We Sigourney Weaver is all of us. <laughs> Uh, so there are some novelizations. I didn't realize how many alien novels. Can there are. So many. Um, yeah, I guess twenty-seven. That's pretty close. How many? 28. So there's... Really? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> no, no. There's 26 original novels. Some of them tie into mythology and some of them retcon some of the bad movies. And then others are just completely different adventures with, like, the xenomorphs. But there's also a film novelization book of each mm-hmm. film. So the so twenty seven. I no, was right. there's twenty six plus six. Oh, never mind. And then <laughs> there's Sit so down. then there's also novelizations of the comics. So mm-hmm. there's just uh-huh. and then I tried to find like um, what order they go in if it matters. And apparently there's three series of them. Like mm. there's one that Bantam Books put out, which I think is kind of not great. And there's one by DH Press in the nineties. And then Titan Books started doing one that they have. 11 books in the series and I was surprised that there's actually like good horror writers that they got for those it so sounds like, exhausting it like, sounds like there's Tim so Levin and James Moore and Christopher Golden who are like lesser known kind of on the cusp of being not indie horror but like a little bit more popular like they all have written books for the series so mm-hmm. now I'm kind of have curious. you read any? no but there was one that was called like aliens colon asylum nightmare and I was like yeah <laughs> On the title alone, I want to read that right up your alley. There are some that, like, Newt comes back and, like, she's, like, like, it retcons the third one because they're just, like... Rest in peace, Newt. Are there any that follow Call and um, Ripley? I don't know if they follow Call and Ripley, but there are some that take place after Resurrection, so Mm. I have to assume they mention... I just want them to be their wifehood forever in in Paris, where that movie is. We will get there. Um, (laughs) So... I am going to assume many of our listeners have probably seen at least one of the series, but if you are one of the, like, ten Americans that haven't, or someone from another country that 
Somehow this hasn't gotten out to you, even though it's like more globally popular than in America. Um, the basic premise is all of the stories take place between the 21st and 24th centuries. Humans are able to travel great distances using cryo sleep pods, which are very important to the plot in like all of them, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. except for four. The characters encounter the <laughs> deadly xenomorph aliens, which sometimes are not quite xenomorphs, depending on your prequels, uh, while also struggling against the nefarious Wayland Corporation mm -hmm. who is typically funding their trips and wants them to do other things or like purposely puts them in peril because they're like ooh an alien let's use it as a weapon and mm -hmm. they're always just like but no and they I'm straight like, up the do humans. not and then they die and they then they whatever die. they're like yeah bring us back our weapon and if anyone survives fine there's also mm -hmm. always an Thanks, android Ash. as part <laughs> of the crew and sometimes you know who it is and sometimes you don't or sometimes you find out halfway through or Sometimes you know who it is and you can figure it out, but the crew have no idea. Mm -hmm. So, like, sometimes as a viewer, you can figure it out because you're like, ooh, I've watched a bunch of these. Which one's the android? Yeah. It's the milk blood. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's, like, the wires. Just gloss over it. Just keep going. <laughs> so, I guess we should start with, well, let's start with, um, what is your favorite one? Emily. Oh, my favorite one. You is... started looking at me and then you didn't. <laughs> know I know that's what I did. a head nod. Just wave. like life. Uh, my favorite one is definitely uh, Aliens Resurrection. And I feel like this movie gets a lot of hate. I was going to say, you may be the only person in the I world know. who cites this as their Which favorite. Which is fine. Please don't hate tweet me. Do you hate um, tweet our Teen Tales one? Uh, no, that's... That, oh, no, that is this. me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, no, that's me. No, I, I put out so many alien memes today. Did you see them all? It was so great. I didn't. Did you see the pickle one? <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh. Um, I think the cast is great. Um, I only can name two people because I don't know actors, but like... Winona Ryder. I mean, I love her. She's great. And it was wonderful to see her. And then, you know, the big surprise when... Spoilers. Don't, 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 no spoilers? Okay. No spoilers. Not yet. Not yet. We'll, okay, we'll, 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 we'll get there. Don't spoil I like the end of Ron Perlman. Yes. And Asshole guy. Uh, Brad Dourif. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's super creepy. He doesn't last long. That's not a spoiler. I it drew his, his demise over here. That's true. <laughs> uh -oh. Their drawings are much better. That's They're, actually quite it's good. Not that good. I think it's Look nice. at the blushing one, though. You see mine, though. <laughs> I gave <laughs> up. My favorite alien movie <laughs> is Aliens. The, the second the one. The second one. Because of Newt. I think Newt is a great character. I think they did her so dirty. Newt. We'll get there when we get there. But, man, she's... So cool, and she survived in a climate in which many, many adults did not. Yeah, that's true. And she was a lovely... She's a feral child. She's a lovely feral child. Yeah. A great character for Ripley to have a mother-daughter yeah. moment mm -hmm. since, you know, her own kid. Well, I don't know how spoiler you want me to get, but... No, that's just the beginning. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's probably my favorite as well, mm -hmm. Aliens. Two is my second favorite. Yeah, two is great. I do love the first one. The only reason why I think... I put the second one ahead of it is I feel like all of the movies start really slow as we commented while watching all of oh, them. Yeah. But Aliens doesn't have that problem as much, mm -hmm. especially if you don't watch the director's cut. If you do watch the director's cut, it's worse than the other ones. But like as far as how <laughs> slow it is. But Alien, the first one, is such a long haul to get to. Like, what's happening? Even to, like, find the creatures. And yeah. Stuff. We were watching it. We were watching the first one, and, like, we had to go somewhere. We didn't even get to see the creature. Yeah, <laughs> and we're like, we watched like, 45 minutes of this movie. Where's the alien? It takes forever. And once it's there, though, it's oh, great. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. like, 
It does yeah. give you a little more time to get to know the characters, though. True, yeah. So as each one, you know, meets a grisly demise, or doesn't, whatever, you're like, oh, this person is that, or, you know. Right, and this guy's a jerk, or this great, this, this girl's a jerk. <laughs> There's definitely, like, 2001 Space Odyssey vibes with, like, the long shots of, like, silence, and just, like, they're out there in space, and I get that, like, the time period, why they made it like that, but mm-hmm. it's just, mm-hmm. I, I do also two think is my favorite. Though. I like the grouping of the first four movies better than the, the two newer ones. The I prequels. was gonna say, too, I like the older ones better than the newer ones. You got that old sci-fi horror quote-unquote vibe i prometheus is funny it really grew on me and i think this last time i was like you know me i really like this one and covenant will get there i i like it but it's definitely different i know you didn't like it at all it's so gorgeous all right so which one is the worst one three three Three. I went back. Uh, I was <laughs> glancing over the plots today uh, because I didn't want to do like crazy notes for this since our format is a little different. Um, but I completely forgot about three. I was like, okay, yeah, there's this one and that one. And then, okay, what is this one? And I clicked on it and I was like, oh, yeah, she went to that prison while crazy people. And it's so needless. I have an interesting fact. And in so David Fincher is the director of that one. And he says, oh, everyone hates Aliens 3 but not as much as me because <laughs> I hate it the most. <laughs> I can imagine. Like, I hate it. changing things on him. My name mm-hmm. is not even attached to it. I feel like right. I read somewhere that, like, he was the director, but, like, basically they the were studio. just paying yeah. him to make the movie they wanted. They didn't know what movie they wanted, and so it kind of... Yeah, and, like, they, Sigourney was getting really upset with it, too, and it's just, like... I do not blame her at all. Yeah. Um, and around that time... Or, yeah, around that time is when they were announcing that they were going to do um, alien versus predator things, which, like, the films weren't made till the late 2000s, but they, like, the video games started coming out, and she was like, this made me sad. <laughs> like, I guess I'm done with this now, and so that's why, Aww. like, you know. Good thing a boatload of money existed. That's true. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we have some interesting facts first, and then we'll get into the first one. We're going to yeah. kind of roundtable these. Um, I didn't. We were going to have Nick on our show, and I forgot to ask him which one his favorite was, because he was going to guess. I'll text him. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, we'll hear from he, him. He he's not going to by the end of the so show. But. <laughs> um, um, so one of my uh, favorite things was that Sigourney Ripley, Sigourney Weaver was Sigourney Cass. Sigourney Ripley. Yeah, she was Cass's Ripley, but it came down to her and Meryl Streep. Dang. But Meryl Streep had just lost her partner, and yes. they were like, we can't ask her to come in from the country. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah. But also, just, like, it's such different career trajectories, because, like, this... You had said that. ...started Sigourney's as, like, an action hero. But I also think she's just built for it more. Like, she's a very tall, a imposing tall woman. Woman. <laughs> I'm not saying Meryl Streep couldn't have done it, because... Of course. In the words of, like, we can go the to a spaceship, world. the alien, and Ripley, and it would have been the right choice. <laughs> Isn't there, like, a modern family quote where, like, someone's just, like, talking about Mama Mia and was like, but was Meryl Streep really the right choice? And Cam goes, Meryl Streep could play Batman and be the right choice. Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I would oh, watch it. I would. Sure. I would definitely I watch would that. too. Um, also, Alien was pitched to the studio as Jaws in Space since Jaws had just been very successful. That's accurate. And they got more money because Star Wars had just been successful. And so they were like, oh, maybe people want more space things. We do. We do. There was a space boom. And then my other um, favorite thing, just in general, is that um, Geiger, who is the 
artist that did all the like xenomorphs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His he was bringing his designs for the face hugger and like I think he's from Sweden or something or one of those Scandinavian countries and um, he was retained by U.S. Customs because he had such creepy scary drawings they thought he was like bad <laughs> news and like he they wouldn't let him into the country at first. Oh my god! But if you had like a bunch of schematics for a face hugger and nobody had seen Alien, <laughs> you'd probably be like what the hell. <laughs> That's Gosh. kind of funny, though. Yeah, like, that, that security guy at the airport, like, um, like, sir, come with me. We're going to go ahead and randomly search. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to have a talk. Randomly search. What the hell is this? What? Why? <laughs> Why? So, let's see. So, we're going to start with Alien, which was uh, released in 1979. Me 25th. down. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all I have. And it's directed by Ridley Scott. Uh, it is directed by Ridley Scott. Um... Its domestic gross is actually adjusted. It was probably the most successful, but not worldwide. So Sarah's going to tell us what what happens in Alien. Am I? What's a brief brief summary of Alien? um, There's a crew of a commercial space tug called the Nostromo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I wrote down. But I do remember more than that. Um, They are awoken because the ship... Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Yeah, so the rude. I was doing just fine. But yes, like the first couple ones, I know I did not do the last one. Sorry, you're doing the last one. (laughs) Um, But so they wake up because they get a destruct. uh, They get a beacon or like a transmission from a moon that they're passing by, and so mother the ship wakes them up, and they're like, "Oh, part of our protocols, we have to go and check this out." So then part of the crew. Not Ripley. Goes and checks it out. And stuff happens. And Ripley's like, oh, no. I found out because I'm Brainiac that this is actually a distress beacon and a warning not to come here. And it's all a big twisty too because people, some people want the aliens while other people want to destroy the aliens. Let's talk about one of my favorite parts in that movie is when Ripley, and it comes back in the other movies where she's like, I cannot let you in like our protocol is. Oh, yeah, quarantine. You cannot come in. And then Bilbo then was like, girl no. was like, move, I'm going to let this person in because I want to die. <laughs> I'm loving it, you calling him Bilbo. I realize that it's Ian Holm. I, I do understand that he is the actor that played Bilbo. Yeah, he's a washed up scary Bilbo. So he's they go in, they go into like the cave or the ship, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, which will come back. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all cyclic. And... Uh, $10 word over there. Yeah, there's a bunch of eggs, and they're like, what are these, poke, poke? And then one guy gets a face hugger. But, like, they're made of oysters. I read somewhere that, like, they had to shoot those scenes so fast because, like, the organic. It was, it was oysters the and sheep brain. And, like, torn up condoms. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah, yeah. shellfish, you shredded condoms, and then the slime is the KY smell. jelly. God, the smell alone <laughs> makes me weep. No, no, no. For Sigourney. Although, she didn't really go interact with eggs, did she? I don't know. No, but I did read that, like, she thought she was going to get fired from the shoot because she was having crazy allergy problems and they thought it was to the cat and so she was like this was like her big breakout she's like oh my god i'm gonna get replaced i her can't straight shoot. up big breakout yeah and apparently it was like whatever they were putting on her face to make her look sweaty in all the scenes she was allergic to so once they stopped that she was fine mm. but they thought she's like oh my god i'm gonna lose this job because i'm allergic to the cat <laughs> <laughs> but it was like they're like she was still having this problem and the cat's not here but yeah. and then it's just a straight up slasher yeah much. yeah it's just one, I mean, it one is, to two at a time it is a horror movie and like definitely when I think alien I don't think horror I think like 
like fun romp in space, sci-fi, whatever. No, there's it's nothing not fun true. or rompy about aliens. No, it's, like, like, it's literally like a slasher horror movie in space. So I just didn't know because I never had watched it before. But but I think your point, and when we finished Covenant, which we'll get to, because you were like, whoa, that was like straight up horror. And I and like, that's weird. I wasn't expecting it. And I was like, but we started with straight up horror. Like, that's what Alien was. To begin yeah, with, but like and then 1979 I think, horror versus 2017 horror. Just because it doesn't make you afraid doesn't <laughs> like, mean it's not horror. I think everyone can agree that Alien is a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Now, whether it scares <laughs> you or not is different, this especially is in today's, like, it's not gory. It's more about what, it's kind of like Jaws in that you don't see the alien that much because yeah. it's a puppet. I mm-hmm. always think that's a stronger choice. Yeah. Like, when I watch... Like, Alien or Jaws or, now as I'm older and not scared of it, Jurassic Park that I love so much. Like, <laughs> so fun. But they use the same things, and I know two of them are Steven Spielberg, but, like, you know, you're not seeing the T-Rex all the time. They mm-hmm. bring it out for maximum impact. You well, see, like, like we're shaking up the leaves. Once like, you can see it, you know what you're dealing with, and you can start to formulate a plan to, like, protect yourself. It's like the demon puppet in Insidious. But when you can... <sighs> Because it's so scary up to that exact and like, moment. And you're like, mm. okay, and it's a little run boy. Muppet behind him. <laughs> oh, no. But, but, like, I think, you know, even just seeing, like, the face, it's creepy. And then you see, like, the extra mouth come out. And even though you're not seeing the whole thing for such a long time, like, that's scary. Yeah. Because we don't have extra mouths. We do not. Or aliens. I mean, maybe. I do love the stapler gif. (laughs) I've seen it before, and I sent it to them. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's like... I'll tweet it. It's Ripley from Alien 3 when the, like, alien comes up to her, and then someone just takes a stapler and makes the (laughs) mouth come out. (laughs) So Um, good. But yeah, the other fun facts I have are the blue laser lights in the egg chamber when they discover all the eggs were borrowed from the Who. Yes. Because they they resume in the studio next door. And so the cast did know about the chest burst. Yeah. Yeah. However, they didn't understand the whole thing. They were just told it would emerge. (laughs) And they were handed like raincoats to go under their costumes. And they were like... Why do we need these, Ridley? And he was like, don't worry about it. The friends are like, so what's going to happen in your scene that you're filming today? And they're like, yeah, it's no big deal. Just like an alien is going to emerge. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. They're like, the alien's going to come out. And they're like, well, where is it, though? And they were like, we'll figure it out. It's fine. So (laughs) only John Hurt knew, like, like not only was he going to burst from his chest, but all the blood they weren't expecting. And so that's why Veronica Cartwright was, like, lost her mind. (laughs) Because it sprayed all over her face. And, yeah. And then apparently, um, I forget which, one of the actors, I think one of the ones that's, like, the engineer or something, he just, like, got so mad. He had, like, went back to his trailer and shut the door and wouldn't talk to anybody because he was just, like, so scared. I can't believe you did that to us. (laughs) (laughs) And they're, like, why? They had, like, four or five cameramen, though. Like, why are you bringing all these cameramen for the scene? And why are you giving us raincoats? Like, come on. Put it so famous. Again, back in 19... Ollivander, why? <laughs> War Doctor, what are you doing? Oh, my. But I did... I read that the um, Dan O'Bannon that wrote the story apparently came up with the chest-bursting alien idea because he um, has always struggled with Crohn's disease. And he'd say that it felt like things were, like, in a burst out of his chest. And mm, it was always horrifying. uncomfortable. And yeah. so he was like... 
this is always a horrifying feeling and I feel like this is the worst way you could possibly birth an alien. So that's how we came up with it. Gosh. <laughs> He's um, right. He is right. Um, sorry about your disease, pal. I'm that saying, uh, overall, I think Alien is a really great start to the franchise. I think it's a really slow burn, but it does pay off really well. And the ending is really good. And the cat survives. So, And man, Ripley is such a good role model for little girls who mm-hmm. are into sci-fi. That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I watched it when I was younger, and I was just like, oh, and she saves the cat. Yeah. Like, I read somewhere that she was supposed to, like, that role was supposed to be, like, a male. Yeah. And then, it ended up, thank God, it ended up being Ripley. I think oh, Tom I Skerritt was actually supposed to play Ripley instead of the captain. And then oh. they were, like, I think I, I saw the other things that were, like, female-led vehicles had done well. And they were, like, maybe a woman should play maybe. this role. Thank like, goodness. I bet you it would not have been as successful if it was a man. Mm. Weed. It's just so different for that time period. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. like, we didn't have, like, yes, there was, like, old school Wonder Woman and things like that. But, like, you didn't have, like, too many. And she would tower over right, the You didn't have too many, so like, cool female action badass. heroes, but also female, like, horror protagonists that could do both. Like, yeah. you had, like, women-led, like, horror shows and things like that. But just combining them mm-hmm. was cool. Mm-hmm. My only one problem, and it was so bad with our TV, I don't know why... Because we had the lights off. But there are strobe lights galore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a lot. Like, the last 10 minutes is so much. I definitely recommend watching it with lights on because mm-hmm. it was, like, painful. Or dim lights because we were sitting there, like, this has um, been going on for several minutes. Why yeah. isn't this movie over Poor actors, too. And I get why they were doing it because, like, she's setting stuff to, like, blow up the ship to try and, like, beat the alien. But I just... Come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough. I'm buying a strobe. <laughs> So, um, I think from here on out, we will announce which one that we're doing, and we'll do spoilers for the next one just to talk about it. But I'll put it in the show, um, the time for, like, the... the That way you can watch each one and then come back to the show. So, if you haven't seen one of them and you don't want to be spoiled, even though most of the movies are at least 15 years old, if not older... I was going to say, I wasn't born. I was not born when the first three came out, and then I was born when uh, the fourth one came out, which is my favorite. So, you and the fourth one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my last fact that was funny is that um, I think his name is Bolaji Badejo, who played the alien. He was like six foot ten. Um, Dang. They had to make him a special swing to sit in between (laughs) takes because the tail was so long and rigid that he couldn't sit in a chair. So he would just, they made him a swing. It reminds me that they made Gavin Lee a special chair to sit in between, like, during intermission. Noodle Mm. legs and SpongeBob. For SpongeBob, yeah. Was he Squidward? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Ah, Gavin Lee. Um, Gavin Lee. Tamp Dancing Master. Did you want to try two since you had to pass the baton? You can pass it again. We can have Sarah start. You said that's your favorite one. It is my favorite one. Um, Sure. So it's been 57 years since the events of the last movie, um... Uh, Ripley and her cat are rescued by the Waylon. Is that it? The company mm-hmm. rescues mm-hmm. them. Um, and she tries to warn them about the alien, and they kind of don't really take her terribly seriously. And she says, from memory, the location that she says where the aliens were is now a colony. And she's like, well, that can't be right. And they're like, no, it is. And then they're like, no, well, let's go check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they stop receiving messages from them or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and You're then they great. Thanks. Thank you. And then they go and they find a lot of dead people. 
And they don't find the dead people till later on because they are like looking around and at first they don't really find any bodies. And she wasn't going to go on the trip because she was like, you should just blow it up. They're aliens. They're bad. And then Burke, jerk face Burke, was like, <laughs> jerk Burke. Sigourney, I mean, Ripley, nudge, nudge, come on this trip with me. She's like, only if you kill all the aliens. And he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then she's like severely traumatized. And they're but all I like, think whatever. They are also kind of, um, aren't they? Kind of framing her for like the destruction of the ship and the they previous don't believe one. her. Yeah, they don't. But believe But they the do because they think something is wrong now. So like they're spinning everything to their favor, though. Mm-hmm. So right. They're, like, so they're saying like, if you come with us as a consultant, we'll reinstate you. And right. We'll do that. Like, so like, you won't be able to do anything. Yeah, they like blackmail her, which is terrible. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the We're company really. is terrible. Is this also yeah. the movie in which and why um, her finding you is so much more important? Is that she finds out that her daughter is like grown. And yeah, so if you watch the director's cup, um, you find that not only has she grown, but she's died, mm-hmm. like as an older woman. Yeah. And apparently, the picture they show her is a picture of Sigourney's actual mother. Mm. And they do that. That's so sad. <laughs> well, no, I don't know if her mom was dead. They I'm just, just used her as a picture, like. But yeah. yeah, so she ends up. They end up finding the child of one of the colonists or whatever, mm-hmm. and she's managed by going into the the air ducts, I think, mm-hmm. to survive. Despite all the aliens being there, she's very feral. But she and Ripley, like, kind of hit it off with the mother-daughter bond, which is very lovely. And I don't know. I feel like having a kid just makes the movie better. I don't know why. And there's also the, the group of Marines that are with her as well. Yeah. In this yeah. Movie. Definitely she helps more out, like, she carries stuff with the Marines and everything. And, like... And Nuke gets the little hat with the little microphone. Yeah. It's adorable. It's really... Yeah. It's definitely peak James Cameron 80s action I was going to say, yeah. written and directed by James Cameron, so he got that action. Like, he has a lot of the same actors, like, both Michael Bean and Bill Paxton that were in Terminator in this one. Mm-hmm. And, like, you just get, like, the badass military people that don't listen to Sigourney until they're like, oh, maybe That's we should listen to her. the entire franchise. I mean, a man is. not listening to a woman. It is literally the entire franchise. It's You're true. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say Prometheus, that maybe not that one. They wow. just all made poor choices. <laughs> yeah, a lot choices. of poor choices. All I mean, we'll the get there. The we'll get there. <laughs> they just had to smell some ash that was in the air. Oh, my. <laughs> so what is your favorite? What makes this one your favorite? Um, I know you sort of talked about that, but now we're on. Yeah, so there's a point. Well, this is the one that has, like, the iconic Ripley in the suit. Yeah. Um, but there's, like, a and point towards the, the end where she they think that they have lost Newt, and she's like, nope, I'm going back for her. And she's there. That's good. I know that, um, I think I saw that James Cameron for a long time had one of the mech like suits that like one of the ones from the film just in his front yard That's so because he was like this is one of my greatest like creations yeah it's going in the yard it's true and it was <laughs> like Halloween sure. costume thing that was yeah. big for people to make out of like PVC pipe and stuff mm-hmm. cardboard boxes <laughs> um I did I didn't realize that Scorny was actually nominated for an Oscar for this film it was the first time a woman was nominated for an action movie hmm. go Sigourney. Cool. Um, also, the alien screams 
are baboons. The baboons. Yeah. Sorry, we read the same list. I read a bunch. Let's see. The alien puppet for the alien queen needed 20 people to operate it, which is great. That's too many people. Mm-hmm. It is. I don't even know 20 people. That's but why. my favorite one is that, so like the ending with the elevator where they're going up and down in the elevator, the queen puppet didn't fit in the elevator, <laughs> so they had to dismantle it, and it only had like the head and part of the torso, so that's why there's suddenly like smoke coming out of the elevator <laughs> to hide the fact that they had to take the rest of it apart. <laughs> I just, I'm like, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> Ooh, did Chris Lupia build this? <laughs> Shout out. No, maybe um, not. <laughs> I was going to say, I really like Bishop. Because um, there's uh, a lot of androids. Spoilers, we already said that earlier. Um, a lot of androids throughout the, the movie. And, uh, you know, Ripley had a bad experience with the android in the first movie. You know, him trying to be like, we need to get the alien and we don't care who dies. And so she doesn't really trust Bishop as at first, stuttering. And then, like, their friendship and, like, as the movie progresses, it's it's very good. And, and like, the queen kind of tears them apart, but she finds him and saves him at the end. And He's my favorite android. I know he's not yours, I but <laughs> he is my favorite one. He's, I, he's definitely second best. He's, other than um, Michael Fassbender... In the pre- prequels, him he's the only other person that is in more than one film other yeah. than Sigourney Weaver. Which I was like, Sigourney yeah, Sigourney. I'm happy they, even for the terrible Alien 3, they brought him back in a good way, sort of. As um, much as anything can be good in Alien 3. I remember when we talked about going back to watch the movie that his spoiler, like when he gets killed by the alien, is very visceral. There was not enough time for people to, to pause. You know. You said at the beginning that there <laughs> be spoilers in this Well, episode. I mean, his death is like, I remembered it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess he doesn't technically die because he's... No, he's in the third one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sort of. But it's really sad because it is like a... Like a like it's a also really moment. gross. And it's like that milk blood you're talking about. Oh, and all blood. the wires and like and he pieces just like, of just android like, that look like skin, but it's not. And this it's here you're like, you were saying alien movies weren't scary. That part's gross. It is and gross. But it, I don't know. It didn't scare me. The last one was like disturbing. But these ones were like kind of like interesting to watch, if that makes sense. Mm. This was the first one I actually watched as a kid. And I remember, I mean, I don't know if I was that young. I remember being, like, homesick, and it was (laughs) on TV, and I was like, ooh, what is this? And they were doing, it was, like, a marathon, but they were also doing, like, a little bit of a documentary in between each of them to, like, talk about how they filmed it. And I want to say, so let's see, the third one. Um, the fir- I think maybe all four of them were out at that point, but I didn't go that far at that point in time. Mm. Um, and I don't know, it was maybe like 10. And so <laughs> maybe a little bit older. And I started watching them and was like, this looks interesting. And I was like, Mom, what is this? And she was like, oh, this is a great movie. And I remember like, <laughs> her just like sitting down because she was home with me. was like, well, let's watch it. And then we just watched Aliens. And she's like, now you got to watch the first one. And then, <laughs> oh, Cheryl. And, <laughs> oh, Cheryl. Um, but yeah, I just, I remember this. I remember for me, the scariest scene was... Uh, when Newt gets separated and she's in the water like of the sewer kind of part and you just see almost like a shark fin but like part of the alien rise up behind her and I was like no (laughs) yeah as a kid I was so I mean I was older than Newt but I was like (laughs) not so so scary yeah (laughs) 
And I just, I was like, this but also, is you're rooting for the kid. You you want her to survive. Absolutely. And like, you know, you want something good for Sigourney or for Brittany. But seeing that from like the kid perspective, I just always like that movie. And then also like at the end when she's got like the big gun and like the elevator and she's just going after it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. That's what makes it the best one. Mm-hmm. Also, all of one. Bill Paxton's uh, like improvised Come on, man. Or like, I don't know, man. Like, they, just, they just let him go, which I think is funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember I used, uh, when they're escaping um, through, like, the tunnels at the very end, and there's only a few of them left, I used, like, that cue as part of my thesis for sci-fi music. Yay! Because, like, James yeah. Horner's score there, and it's, like, got all these, like, anvils in it, and it's just, like, like, it just keeps going for, like, 10, 15 minutes. And Another more and more lights. aliens keep coming. Yeah. And it's like, it definitely feels more action-y than the first one. The first one feels more horror slasher, and the, the second one's like, we've got machine guns in the military. The military. The military. <laughs> military. It's, I remember when we did sequels, and I was asking people, like, what's your favorite sequel? And, like, a lot of people said aliens. And then I had one or two that were, like, Anything but Aliens, because it was supposed to be a horror franchise, and he changed the direction of it. And I was like, mm. I guess you could be mad at that, but also just recognize that this is, like, a good film. But also, yeah. stop. <laughs> right. Like, it's still good. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Two's, two's pretty great. Yeah. Now we so I guess the three. I'm the one doing three, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Alien 3, directed by David Fincher and written by many a person— that did not... David Miller. Just a lot, though. Walter Hill and Larry Ferguson. Guys, what were you doing? Guys. <laughs> knows? Not a woman to be seen. I know. So, this one takes place directly after Alien 3. In fact, like, the timeline says it's still within the same year. So... Yeah. Um, there were many different versions of this in... Um, yeah, the studio basically wanted different ideas and then changed what they wanted midway through. So basically, uh, the story is that shortly after the events of Aliens, the ship that they're on. Um, so these are now where we get into real spoiler territory. So yep. Stop here if for whatever reason you want to watch Alien stop 3. Here. Um, <laughs> so, <Erica>. so, <laughs> so basically, um, Ripley and Newt and Bishop and the other Hicks, Hicks thank you. They, I was just like, Michael Bean. <laughs> um, they, actual Michael Bean. <laughs> yeah, his actual name. Um, they, their ship um, crash lands or is having problems. So the emergency pod is jettisoned and it lands on a prison colony that is just men. And yeah. they have, like, this w- kind of weird religious cult that they've started to try and, like, curb their behavior. And it's um, not—it's a rundown place that you find out later is because, like, the companies didn't want to, like, pay for it anymore. But a lot of them just stayed there. And so they were, like, staying behind. So things are in disrepair. The prisoners are kind of keeping it hobbled together and just—they're not, like, in cells or anything. They have to—they have the run of the place, but they're just— there um also there's like a lice problem so everyone has a shaved head including sigourney weaver for (laughs) who rocks it she does Mm -hmm. um so basically the reason why they crash landed because uh apparently there was an alien that made it onto the ship 
as which happens in like all of the alien movies. Is it a face hugger? Face hugger. Well, it could be a face hugger. It was because she kills the queen, but it's assumed something else has made it on. (laughs) Um, So in transit, the alien kills Hicks and Newt, which is crap. It is such utter bullshit. Kind of destroys um, Bishop. Um, so he's not really an android anymore. He was already destroyed by in the end. <laughs> yeah, super But, destroyed. like, he was still a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sigourney wakes up and everything blows. Um, <laughs> she's and, in, like, the worst place that she can be. Right. All the people with her are, like, no longer. And they're, like, trying to call the company, which she's like, I don't want to call them. <laughs> Look how much they keep screwing things up. Yeah, I wouldn't um, call them either. So, yeah, they... Obviously, the alien gets out. Um, it's shaped a little bit differently. Depending on which version you read, it either um, face hugs a dog that's there or a cow. Mm. And um, it still comes out the same, though, because they weren't going to change the whole movie. We saw the um, cow one. We did see the cow one. Oh, so we <laughs> so sad. I, the saddest part of this is we watched the better version. Um, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, so there's, like, a little bit more dialogue. They've pieced together things that David Fincher wanted in that they took out from the studio. Yes, <laughs> I know. Um, the... The alien gets loose. It's usually running around on four legs because it's part four-legged animal. Um, and then at some point, Sigourney realized, not Sigourney, Ripley. <laughs> I mean, no, Sigourney. I'm pretty sure yeah. it was Sigourney. She, it was uh, she realizes that she is carrying the queen, like the new queen. and Because the alien won't attack her. Right, and that's where that whole That's where scene the stapler from. comes yes. from. <laughs> um, but just like the other ones, the people get picked off one by one. This one you don't really care, though, because they're all really terrible people they're... that have been sent to a prison colony for life. So, yeah. like, even some of the ones that are, like, funnier or nicer, you're like, oh, don't get too nice to me because I killed, like, 18 people. And she's There's just like, doctor, oh, cool. Dr. Clemens. The doctor is fine. He has a much bigger role in the version we watched than... The well, they like one. they get it on, and he like dies do. right after. And I was like, "Don't have sex." It's with a very movie. surprising. Yeah, death. yeah. It's um, like we're done. Whoosh, dead. <laughs> no, that's a little later. He's yeah, giving yeah, her like yeah. medicine or something, and they're having a nice conversation. It's um Charles Dance though. They have like a really good guy, like good actor that plays him. Um, it's, the, the acting is fine. It's just it's everything is dark and not. It's just gross. Yeah, it's gross. I know David Fincher films are all, like, it definitely feels like seven, but just worse. And so, who knows? My cat's saying <laughs> My gosh, it's Jones! It's Jones. We're on the... That's right. The, um, the one fun thing about watching the, like, piece together <laughs> director's cut is not all the scenes have been completed. <laughs> so, if you are going to watch Alien 3, I definitely recommend doing that version. It's immersive. It is immersive. <laughs> it is better. You get to know some of the characters a little bit more, but... Um, yeah, so one of the things is that the CGI is not complete. So sometimes <laughs> there's just a guy running around in a green suit or just a ball on the end of a stick, as can be. But our favorite was <laughs> it has like closed caption for like hissing because they were going to insert the like steam. steam. <laughs> and so we just decided we would do all of the tss. 
during the movie. <laughs> like, Every time it came out. <laughs> weird, like, uh, cut scenes to, like, cut from one place to the other, and it would just be, like, these big boilers or whatever, and it would just be, like, and, like, the words hiss would be on the screen. Hissing <laughs> intensifies. <laughs> and they'd try to be speaking, and you'd be like, and you, like, couldn't understand what they were saying. And we're like, what's going on? Because it was at the very beginning of the movie. Oh, and yeah. And we're all like, the, what's happening? And they, like, put subtitles on for those parts because yeah. they never did the, like, audio, the post stuff. It's It could have been better, um... Yep. 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 And David Fincher hates it. And so do we. Well, I do. You don't really need to watch it. The only thing that's important is the ending, which everybody I think yeah. has seen that clip. And um, it's intense. It is. Bishop comes back, but it's the guy that made Bishop. Bishop. So um, it's the same actor, of course, Lance Henriksen, I think is his name. And he. Tries to convince Sigourney. <laughs> <laughs> he tries to Make convince Ripley to uh, give give them the alien, and they can fix her and make her better. We'll take it out without killing you. Yeah, probably. and then and then she's just like nah, and then jumps into a vat of lava and dies. Like you do. <laughs> yeah, I remember watching the movie. And I'm like, okay, so where is this going? Because like here is this guy, and this is Bishop, but it's not Bishop, but it's like Bishop's master or creator or whatever. Oh, she jumped into lava. Okay. Oh, and the queen bursts out of her as she's jumping. Depending into. on which version. Yeah. Because I think the one we watched, she doesn't. Yeah. She was like, this is trash. But yeah. they put it in at the end for like the theatrical. Yeah. And it's stupid. It is. Um, yeah. yeah I, it's not good. Some people like really think it's like a hidden masterpiece if you just give it a chance. No. Nope. Like it's not. Disagree. It's, it's, it's no. not. No. I don't yeah. understand how people can like that movie more than four. Oh, were you trying to smoothly transition? We can. <laughs> <laughs> Alien <laughs> Resurrection. Hey, guess what? Ripley's back. <laughs> Ripley, believe it or not. Oh, my. Uh, apparently, so Sigourney didn't want to do the third or fourth <laughs> film until they offered her $5 million for the third film. And then $11 million plus a producing role for the fourth one, which she described as a truckload of money. I remember when you said that. We were sitting down to watch it, and or it might have been midway through, and you were just like, yeah. She said they, they drove over a truckload of money, and I couldn't say no. Yeah, so a weird fact, though. So the first Alien movie didn't cost that much. Uh, so Sigourney was paid the same for just filming Alien Resurrection as the entire first movie budget. So they both the first movie oh cost eleven million dollars to make, and they paid Sigourney Weaver eleven million dollars to just be in Alien Resurrection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Emily, take it away. Yeah. Why why is this one the best? But not really. But for um, you it is. <laughs> yeah. So this movie came out November twenty sixth, nineteen ninety seven. Again, I was born already, so that's great. Um, And it was uh, written by Joss Whedon, which I think is one of the biggest reasons why I like this movie. Joss Whedon is an asshole. Like, he sucks. But his work, his things that he writes and creates are very good. Um, So I remember... It's interesting, though, because he doesn't like how they filmed his script. Yeah, because that's what... um, And then so the the director was Jean-Pierre Jean... Jean? Jean Jean-Pierre. Yeah. and so uh, they like they didn't get along, and like he didn't like how his his script was put on the screen. But I think that he did a fine job. But um, yeah, 
I was I was starting something and I forgot. But this movie set two hundred years <laughs> two hundred years uh, after Aliens three. So like, again, there wasn't really a big time jump between two and three. Um, this is two hundred years later, as we know at the end of the movie, Ripley died. <gasps> she said, "I don't want to do this anymore." I <laughs> um, and I also like it never like occurred to me like she killed herself. She, like she made that decision. I was like, this is yeah. just like an ending. But, but it was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't want like I don't want aliens to like be around and her causing... whole thing has always been yeah. get rid of aliens. The company is stupid. Yeah, yeah. it's like f Waylon. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So this this movie is on. It's like at a facility. I don't remember. I didn't like write a down. Military. Yeah. Thing, yeah. Um. And there is a group of mercenaries that are bringing human bodies to be tested on with the aliens. And there is they were able to take some of her DNA before she died, and they were able to make a clone. Uh, and they named her Ripley Eight because it took several attempts to. Those are make. horrifying. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Such a great yeah. scene though. Um. So. Yeah. This group of people uh, come in and uh, Cole goes in and she has this. So Cole is uh, Winona Ryder because she's awesome and wonderful. But she goes in to like talk to Ripley and like kind of understand where she's coming from because Ripley is like this like new version of a human. It's like part alien, part human. So she has superhuman strength. She has acidic blood and she has this like uh, telepic link with the alien. So she can kind of feel them. But she's also like still has... Ripley's memories too where she wants to destroy all the aliens and kind of protect humans um so Cole goes in there to actually like kill her and um Ripley's like I know I could like break you with my two pinkies but I won't because like they have this connection and this conversation and it's really cool because one is spoilers an android and the other one is a clone so it's like kind of really cool to see that relationship also i ship them really hard because it's just <laughs> you think so cute <laughs> at the end but there's some really really cute- it is some very strong gay coding <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. she's yeah. like like wiping her she's like it's, let me touch your face real quick it's not like emily is pulling this from nowhere no no, no, no. like we sarah and i were watching this movie for the first time and we're like that's gay. <laughs> that's pretty gay. Um, the, but the clone scene is one of my favorite parts. Uh, again, just Awful. going in there and seeing like these deformed figures in vats of liquid. That's one of your favorite parts. I, I think it's, it's the most interesting. It lands. Yeah, it's, I, it it's, does. It kind of like strikes a chord with you. You're like, oh, these people are terrible. And maybe we should burn them to the ground. And so there is a clone, like clone number seven, that's on the bed. And she's just like, please kill me. Like, I can't do anything. And she's just all like deformed and her, and her arms are all up. And it's just like sad. So Ripley just burns everything. Another one of my favorite scenes is the the water scene when they're trying to get away from the aliens. Tell me the fun fact about... Well, there's there's two fun facts. One's just about me, though. Um, <laughs> that's so fun. It is. Um... So, yeah, Ron Perlman almost drowned and <laughs> while they were filming this, and they Good. thought he was acting, and he was no. uh, he was drowning. <laughs> and they kept um, the scene in, right? I don't know if that part's still in there. No, I was going to say um, that for the water scene, I believe that it was when I was watching that, like, marathon about, like, how they made the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this one was out, because I do remember seeing a making of... Mm-hmm. But I hit, didn't watch the movie until, like, I got to college and bought it. Yeah. But I very clearly remember watching, like, a featurette on how they did the water scenes with the swimming aliens. Mm-hmm. And I know that people were like, 
what? When the trailer came out, like, why are the aliens swimming? And it's like, the aliens can live in space. Like, let them do what they need to do. Like, these are the perfect organisms, as they say repeatedly throughout the series. (laughs) Like, you don't think they can swim in water? Like, they have acid for blood. They can do what they want. Um, Wasn't it that um, Winona was, like, also definitely afraid of water and had to do that scene? I think so, yeah. Yeah. We read we saw that. And Um, then she was just, like, had almost drowned when she was younger or something. And so she was, like, like right. really scared to go and do this scene. Also, that reveal of her being an, uh, an android is just so good. But not for our listeners, because Emily just told Well, me. you were born she, she several times. Yeah. Um, and then uh, another really good part of this movie is the weird, like, alien-human newborn that's born oh. at the end. The scene is not great. The birthing part... Not amazing. But again, we it's... need more sex education <laughs> in our schools. Um, and then when she has that, like, that really, like, deep moment where she kind of has to choose to, like, we're, I'm going to let you go now. Yeah. But yeah. No. That's good. And, and then the, the two end. of them, and the two of them at the end watching, looking over destroyed Paris and and she's like, I'm, I don't know this place. I'm a stranger here, too. And I'm just like, why can't we have was another movie? Was it a movie? destroyed Paris? Yeah, it was like a, like a, a, we didn't watch that version. We just oh, watched right, them right, right. float away or whatever on the spaceship. But in a different version, they're like on Earth. And they're like looking over. And she tells Cole, she's like, yeah, I, I'm a stranger here, too. We'll have to figure this out together. And I know like, they rewrote the ending a whole bunch. so cute. So no. It's interesting because you can definitely tell that like Ripley 8 is not Ripley. Oh, yeah. She is, like, similar, obviously, in physicality and stuff, but, like, it's, she is not her. None of the warmth of the character or any of that, like, motherly, like, notions are, they're gone. Uh, Sigourney said in an interview that uh, with the character's death in three, she felt like she could release a lot of that character, like, that character Mm. was done, and so when they brought back, uh, like, clone version of Ripley, like, it was, like, this whole new character to play with like pulling some of the stuff from the old character but making like a really darker colder version mm-hmm. of the character yeah it's, i it's i just like that winona Ryder joined it without a script because she wanted to make her brothers jealous that she would be an alien <laughs> oh my god relatable content right i mean she did she i would do something to fight my brothers my too. feeling on four sorry i just okay. stepped on you my feeling on four is it's fine yeah, no, I know. And I remember going into this movie, you were like, this one's fine. And I was like, well, we just watched three, so I hope it's better than that. And I was like, wait, this movie's great. It's directed by Joss Whedon. I just, it's it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I get it. Um, and I, It's no two. I've now spent four hours watching it, no. you know. <laughs> and you've also only watched that one other one Well, other yeah, and it... I'm, I'm not saying I wasted my four hours of life, those two viewings, but I don't need to watch it again. Sure. That's fair. Sure. I would watch it Whereas again. Whereas I will still just watch Aliens again. Mm. Fun, oh, I forgot my fun thing for that is that in the director's cut, you see more of like how the aliens get to the colony. And there's actually Newt's dad that finds out finds them while he's out and brings them back inadvertently. He gets face hugged. Aww. I'm Newt's sorry. It's fine. Fun fact. I'm glad she fun. got one movie. Yes. They were originally going to bring Newt back for resurrection because Sigourney Weaver cool. didn't want to do it. So they were going to have her as the cloned person, as like an older, mm-hmm. like a teenage badass like person. Mm-hmm. But they weren't sure that people would want to watch like still a young kid doing alien stuff. And then when they convinced Sigourney to do it, they were like, never mind. <laughs> people want to see Ripley. Is that the movie with the fireballs falling in the elevator shaft? 
Or was that three? Two. That was two. <laughs> Dang. They all get mixed up. There's elevators. We did watch them all pretty like yeah, close pretty, together too. Within the last two months, I think yeah. we watched all of them. So uh now we're into prequels. So the the timeline, if you're curious, New Boy is the uh Prometheus starts around, well, it starts very early in Earth, but, like, the majority of the story starts in 2091, and then the film majority takes place in 2093, so apparently in the next 70 years, we're supposed to have developed cryo-sleep and, like, extreme We can't even space stay in our houses. I know. <laughs> um, and then Covenant takes place, like, 11 years later, and then... Um, Alien, like the first one is like, I don't know, 20 years after Covenant. So we're going back in time now. Time so, travel. Am I talking about Prometheus or are you? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I wasn't sure if I was doing Covenant as well. So you might be doing both. You talk okay. about it and I'll respond in a funny way. It's a cool response. <laughs> I really like Prometheus um, despite its flaws. So Prometheus is a prequel and the idea is stems from the fact that um, humans have been created by an alien species and they call them the engineers. Mm -hmm. So the film starts with this mysterious humanoid large man um, that dissolves himself into water, presumably starting the human race. And so there's all these different, like, paintings and caves that they found in, like, from ancient civilizations that have um, these stars and, like, a star map, basically, that these explorers have been looking for. And so they're like, hey, you know, all none of these civilizations could have passed this to one another. It must have been from an outside source. I think we should look and find where the star formation is. So they look, and they find, like, the closest one is still quite far, like, two years of super fast space travel, however far that is. <laughs> they decide to go and explore, and it is the Wayland Corporation that um, sends them. Um, you know, this is before the xenomorphs, and so it's, um, they want to know who the creators are. So... They send a ship mostly of scientists. There's a few people for security, but primarily it's different people like geologists and historians and biologists and all different types of scientists that go. And um, they discover that it's a pretty Earth-similar Earth planet. Um, and they find this like weird uh, building in where they decide to land and they investigate it and they discover things that maybe shouldn't have been touched correct um, yeah so the you know it has another like badass female lead Nomi Nomi Elizabeth Shaw yes Elizabeth Shaw Great is her name. actual character name yeah um with Numi doing a fake accent. Um, it's, <laughs> the, it's the girl from uh, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Mm -hmm. um, and what's the Monday one? Whatever like? Happened to Monday. Uh, whatever yeah. Happened to Monday. Yes. Which is a great little sci-fi horror. That mm -hmm. girl. So um, she's the lead. And Logan Marshall Green is another one. And uh, Shirley Stone is like the captain of the ship. And Idris Elba plays a pilot. So like they got some big names and some like lesser known names. Um, and... 
a lot of the criticism that came out, like people were super excited because Ridley Scott came back and directed it. And it was written by one guy that they were, they sort of used it. And then they turned to Damon Lindelof, who like wrote for Lost and like helped create like that. And I think Fringe a little bit. So like they had a really good writing team, really good directing team. And then there was just like some problems with like, the characters being kind of dumb or making dumb t- decisions. Yeah. <laughs> and and Michael Fassbender, I forgot about him. He's very important. Um, <laughs> I was going to say Fassbender. Like, um, this was like his big breakout. It was like this and Inglorious Bastards were like, I remember kind of close together. He's so creepy in Prometheus. He really is. Um, and he's and so good. As, and like Magneto, he's such a different, like he's just a really good actor. But um, He has the range done. He mm. does. Um, I know that he modeled like David's speaking patterns after like Lawrence Olivier and you see him watching the the movies with him and stuff I just I really like it I think that graphics are amazing um the story is okay and I just remember and I think I said to you guys when we started watching is that I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about how the big criticism is that these super smart scientists make poor decisions and then he was like but then COVID happened and I realized (laughs) that people are dumber than we thought and I was like you're not wrong and so I think every time I've seen it I like it a little bit more and I've seen this one like three or four times different than like the alien movies I feel like as its own thing kind of it's good yeah I feel like yeah it's it feels like apples and oranges to me which are both fruits but also their own thing if that makes sense Mm -hmm. one has a peel one has skin yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I like I also, it for what it is. I don't necessarily, like, if you're putting it up against the other Alien movies, I'm like, I like the Alien movies better. The ones with support me. Yeah. yeah. I like um, that we we laughed when we were watching these movies about how technology went backwards and how yeah. it was, like, more advanced. <laughs> wow, this ship is amazing. Yeah. What yeah. happened in these Look at these 20 <laughs> years? Like, Look at the rough time. Away. The mother on the ship has really taken a, a fall <laughs> here. Um, I I do. It, it's it's a nice combination of the action horror. It's more horror, I think, like yeah. sci-fi horror, because there's not a ton of action, but there are some very horrifying scenes. Um, for me in particular, it's uh, so spoilers. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> David, da- David is the android in this one, and he is um, bad in this. He gets worse. Demon. Um, he he's he he's worse, worse than Ash, who at this point had been the worst android. Um, but he yeah. decides to experiment with humans because he hasn't been treated too kindly by um, the people that made him, really? and he's kind of like, I'm so much better than these people. Like, why? Should I be serving them? So he decides to run his own experiments. And he um, he poisons uh, one of the main scientists. And you might hear my dog in the background. You're welcome. <laughs> he poisons one of the main scientists. And then... Um, Charlie she, Halloway. There, look at you with the notes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Elizabeth gets impregnated with this alien sort of form which is like an early form of a face hugger and she goes into a like med pod basically but oh, if for whatever reason it's, it's only built for men for some reason because she's trying to do like a c-section to get it out and 
then so she does like a foreign object removal and like she's awake during it and trying to do it and it's like pulling the alien out of her and it and, like, like you see her skin get sliced open by a little laser beam yeah it's it a was, lot i i saw this movie by myself in the theater like my husband and where I, were your friends <laughs> no i was living in oneanta by myself mm-hmm. and my husband who was my fiance at the time was living in lake placid by himself several years ago <laughs> yeah and so we were like let's go see it at like the same time and then we'll call each other after because we were like, it's a new alien movie. We have to watch it. And then I remember just sitting there by myself and I was like doing fine. I watch horror movies by myself. And then that scene came and I was like, oh no, (laughs) like this is terrible. Like like, that was, I think of all the alien films, that is one of the most horrifying like few minutes of the entire franchise. It's yeah. not great. It's unideal. Yeah. Which yeah. one's worse, that or the clone scene? The clone scene is unsettling, but yeah. I wasn't horrified. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Like, her giving herself surgery with no anesthesia while she's awake and an alien coming out of her while she's trapped in this little tube is just and like... And then she's just in the tube. With and the yeah, and she can't get out in time and it's just like... Oh, like <laughs> she's trying to get like stapled yeah. up. Like, yeah. yeah. She's like, hurry up. And then she's like running and it's towards the end and then she realizes they're going to go try and talk to these people and she's like, no, this is terrible. We have to leave. Also, David like did something and they're like, it's okay. We're going to go talk to these people. You want to come? And she's like, I guess like, <laughs> we had to stop you from doing things. There's also some truly like gross out body horror moments in this one, but not as much as in Covenant. Covenant is, <sighs> but is before we move on, is there anything else you want to talk about with Prometheus other than Charlize's inability to run left or right? <laughs> <laughs> Just move, move, move. Yeah, because you're like, Goofy's got it. Oh, there she goes. It's, I I do like the connection from that movie with that ship that does the donut spin, and then it shows up on um, uh, Nor- Nostromo, whatever, the, the first but ship. When they go. Yeah. yeah, it's very cool because it is the same ship, and that movie did come out several, several years ago before the pre They do a good so. job linking them. So the, con- the continuity is good. So my only other things were, for whatever reason, the score was written, and then they rewrote it so it would be backwards for the orchestra to play it, and then they reversed it again. So it's, like, giving this odd, weird tension, but, like, I don't know. That's bizarre. Yeah. Um, Also, to make, like, weird sounds of, like, the... The water and whatnot in there, um, in the building, they, instead of using, like, regular rain cues, they used um, Xerox machines and Pop Rocks. What? <laughs> Good. <laughs> like, what? And, like, there's, like, some really crazy things with, like, the sound engineering on it. And the only other thing, and I'm intrigued, even though I like this movie, is that the guy that wrote and directed District 9 had District written um, a new Alien movie that was going to take place after the second one and kind of be like, we all know that everybody hates Alien 3. Alien 4 can just exist on its own because it's 200 years later. Yeah. yeah. Let's make a better, like, Alien. Alien 3. And Sigourney was on board, and then Prometheus got was, like, 
picked instead. And no. so it just, like, didn't happen. But then it might still happen. And now Ridley Scott was going to make a third one, but Covenant didn't do very well. So then he's like, well, maybe we can go back to this thing that, like, Neil wrote. And so maybe that'll happen someday. And, like, she has said she would come back. So cool. Also, I would love to see another Alien movie with her in it, like, all these years. Yeah. yeah. Like, she said she is, so like, cool. like, interested badass, and like, would have done it. Like, and, like, yeah. So, last, and to some least, but not really, because, again, Alien 3 exists. Um, <sighs> Alien Covenant. Am I doing this one as well? Yeah, I only got I as wrote much my as... note says, yet another movie where no one listens to a woman and everything goes to shit. I said uh, it was released May 19, 2017. Um, it was directed by Ridley Scott, and it was written by John Logan and Dante Harper. I also wrote Take very away. gory. <laughs> very gory. Very gory. I think yeah. you guys have summed it up quite well. Another woman that nobody listens to, and um, everyone also, dies. Uh, not Queenie, but Tina from uh, Fantastic <gasps> I Beasties. I have a fun fact about her. I know. Her. Oh, oh, my gosh. Do it. Do it. Okay, so she, I guess she sent in a video audition for this movie um, while she was still filming Fantastic Beasts. And the guy who played Credence, I can't remember his name. Ezra Miller. He was helping her, and I guess, I don't know why, but she wore his wig that he was wearing in the movie for her audition video. And they were like, yeah. And so when they made her wig for the movie or whatever, when they did her hair, they, they like, based it off Credence from Fantastic (laughs) Beasts. Good. I, I remember Which was a choice. It, I remember us being like, we like her, but what's going on with her hair? Her and now it was like, oh. A full mushroom. That, that does, does make a lot of sense because I was... Because his hair's bad in that movie, too? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is bad. Um, so, Covenant is kind of the one that connects the lore a little bit. I know that Prometheus, people were kind of annoyed that there weren't any xenomorphs. There's sort of one at the end of that one, but not really. So Covenant is, like, on a different planet. So, um, again, we're spoiling because you kind of have to to get here. Three, two, one. So um, Shaw and David are the only ones that are still around. And they have come to this other planet. Um, Shaw is mysteriously missing. But anyways. um, So that's in the background. So meanwhile, a, like, colony vessel that has, like, 2,000 people in cryosleep and a a bunch of, like, eggs that are waiting to be fertilized and, like, they're in storage. They're on this ship. And something goes wrong with, like, a solar flare or something. James Franco plays a cameo of the (laughs) ship captain that gets caught in, like, a cryo chamber that catches on fire. And it's a horrifying death. And Sarah says, I wouldn't cry that much for James Franco. (laughs) Wow. Put me on blast. I mean, he's kind of an ass. So, um, they are, you know, obviously not quite ready to jump back in the hypersleep chambers. And uh, they... Notice that there's a nearby planet that has very similar to Earth conditions and are wondering, well, why don't we just go there instead of go another two years in hypersleep and be worried that this could happen again to all of us? And the woman says, no. Not to mention the woman who is saying, like, I still think we should go with our plan with, like, hypersleep is the wife of the captain that just died. So here she is the one that, like, has the most reason to be afraid and is like... Yeah, but, like, we scoped this planet out for years and planned everything around it. Why are we changing just now? But the, like, new captain now is like, 
I think that it's worth it just to check it out. And they hear this, and the way they find this planet is they hear someone singing John Denver, and it's Elizabeth's, like, transmission that they just pick up, that <laughs> she was just singing to herself and being lonely. And so they're like, let's go look. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty She's doing much, fine. Don't worry. I will say Everything's that... Everything's great. Since we talked about how the big criticism is that they start slowly... This one starts the least slowly. However, you also then don't get to know the characters as well. Not um, at all. I feel like you know um, Daniels, who's the main character, and you get to know the captain a little bit, and that's kind of it. it yeah. The main focus ends up being they have another sh- another android on the ship called Walter, who is also played by Michael Fassbender, and he's supposed to be like an updated version and then they get to this planet. People start dying in very horrifying ways because yeah. the horror and gore factor are cranked up, up to 11 mm-hmm. here. Let's just talk about the first time an alien sloops out of a body. Like, comes out of the back of this guy who's sitting, oh, um, yeah. <laughs> sitting on a medical table in the medical bay. And, like, he just is, like, his whole body is arched backwards. And this alien, like, bursts out. And it is so intensely gory, like, it's bloody, gross. like, viscera dripping down. He's like, And the nurse is like, oh. Yeah, and this thing is like, blah, 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 and like squirtles away. <laughs> it is super it gross. Is, but I remember just watching that and being like, whoa, this is not the aliens I remember. <laughs> Where's my 80s? Where's my ping out of the stomach? For some reason, so like, I it's probably an indictment on the movie in that like, Alien 3, I had remembered, was just real bad. This one, I was like, I remember certain scenes from it, and I remembered the whole thing between David and Walter, like the two two Fassbender characters. It's very but interesting. I didn't remember much else other than, like, this was kind of gory, and I sort of forgot to remind, like, warn you about that, but it happened. Yeah, you, you made remember it. We're you adults. And, you, <laughs> and, you and Zach, we were watching this movie with you guys, and you guys were like, oh, yeah, I'm remembering things, like, right before they happened. But you can't yeah. be like, hey, there's a thing coming right. up. Right. It was, it's definitely, like, I'm not huge on, like, the gore horror type of movie. Like, slashers are fine, but, like, I'm not someone that would watch, like, Hostel or, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I feel like the gore is, like, a refined version of those because it's not, like, the grittiness. It's, like, very sleek and obvious, but it's it's pretty gross. Like, I mean, the graphics have definitely improved, too, and it's not, yeah, like, it's not puppetry like, anymore. It's more... So it's much, not poorly done. It's just so much more than it whatever was. Yeah, and, like, there's, like, a person that gets, like, decapitated, and, and like... And guy gets his jaw ripped off. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I yeah. did. <laughs> <laughs> um... There's one part at the way end that I just remember, like, right before happened, I was like, oh, my God, I remember this part's so gross. <laughs> and, then was just, and then I was like, eh, there we go. <laughs> but I just, like, you, it's, you know, they do the, like, kind of the fake-out ending like they do in almost all the Alien movies. Yo, the ending, mm. though, was really good. The ending is great. Um... I will not, we will not spoil that because the one thing with Covenant is it's newer and like there are definitely some like interesting plot developments in it. So that did get me. I was like, like there are some twists and turns and like David is such a menacing, creepy character. Whereas like the Walter character is just like the I'm built to serve and I like people and like why are you doing these things and him playing both roles so well play that if you think about it though like if if it wasn't humans if it was some other race of creatures you'd be like oh I guess it kind of it reminded me of um, the girl with all the gifts where at the end Mm. she's like this is our world now. Yeah. And we're like, I mean like us as viewers are like no, 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 like those are people like the sacred blah, blah, blah but like 
you know, maybe it's Xenomorphs. <laughs> they, just, they don't know how to stay gold. Maybe it's Xenomorphs world now. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, that's what I was thinking. Bad. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, not really. Obviously, I'm pro humans being alive or whatever. But like, <laughs> but you see that, like, you know, it's interesting. The, it's- the aliens have like morphed into different things, and and David has done some very naughty, naughty things. He's not, and, like, he's a cray cray. Like he's real bad in Prometheus, but he's had like eleven years on his own, unhinged. To, like unhinged and like not monitored You've by only science. You had one year on your own because of COVID. Imagine you had eleven, <laughs> and you're an android. And untapped, you're an you've had an, an android with untapped potential. What I do. That, I thought. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I had a question. Was he was made by humans, right? He was made by Wayland himself. Yeah. So. And then Bishop was made by uh, Bishop, human Bishop. But yeah. Call was made by an android. Call's the only android that was yes. made by another android. They talk about that, though. So, like, so David's, like, the first main one that mm-hmm. has, like, humanoid features and can do all these things. And, and like, they have, voice. like, a flashback of that. And then, so they, he is trying to, like, teach Walter something. Like, he's trying to teach him about music. And he's like, I can't make up my own stuff. That's what and I was he was say, just yeah. like... Well, why'd they do it? And he just goes, because everyone thought you were creepy. (laughs) And, like, so they were like, let's tone this down a bit. And so then when you move, like, 11 years later, Ash is more, while he is doing bad things, he's just being programmed like Walter. He's not coming up, like, he's not trying to hurt the people for his own sake. Doesn't he's want been to experiment on right, him. like he's been given a directive a and task. he's gone weird. Whereas then Bishop is like the next evolution of like we've seen what's gone wrong with Ash. We think we fixed it. Like here's a better version. Like this new guy, and he is better. Yeah. And then they mention in Alien Four that the reason why Call is different is because they ended up like putting them in decommission and they weren't allowed to make anymore because they were having problems like this. So like David's the origin of that species of problems and Winona Ryder is like the outlaw of just like, it's not my fault I got made. Like, what do you want from me? She's like the most like emotionally stable out of all of them too. Yeah. She's like the most human android, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's because it's necessarily 300 years or whatever no. in the future because David is the most advanced and he's the first one. But they were like, the oh no, <laughs> we did bad. <laughs> like, Well, I was going to say, I think part of the reason that David starts experimenting with aliens and humans and trying to combine them is because... Right at the start, Waylon tells him he can't create, and he's like, I'm going to create. Like, right. look at me creating. You may not like it, but here it is. Like, he can't play his own piano piece. Right, like, he you only can't can make things, else. and he's like, actually, I've been splicing humans and aliens, so jot that down. <laughs> well, and I remember, like, he Check asks <laughs> um, the scientist, what's his name, Holloway? <laughs> yes. Holloway, yeah. Oh, right. um, he, he says something like, so what are you going to ask these, like, engineers when you meet them? Oh, yeah. And he's like, I don't know. Like, why'd they do it? You know, what? why'd you want to make us? And he goes, okay, well, so humans made me. Like, why'd you make me? And he just goes, because we could. And, like, he's just like, how disappointing would that be if you meet your creators? And it's just because, like, I was bored. And so that's kind of his, like, I think he wasn't sure like, am I going to start messing with this? And then that sold it. And he was like, you know what? Screw this guy. I, I am going to make my own experiments. For everybody. Thanks, <laughs> way, way. <laughs> he really did ruin it yeah, for everyone. He sure yeah. did. 
I thought he also wanted to ask if he could prevent his death, too, though. Well, yeah, he's the one that's, at the Yeah, end. Like, like, he wants to. When he's Ripley been... does, like, the T-pose to death, uh, he's there. Waylon's not there. Isn't he? Isn't yeah. the old version of him in the ship? No, no. Well, you're saying Ripley. You're mixing your alien movies. Shh. No, I would never. He is there in at the end. but That's Bishop, he's... not Waylon. No, I think she's talking about Prometheus. There is oh. an old Waylon that trains. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's in the he's in the wheelchair, and he's like, "I want you to tell me why." Oh, the creators. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah, just yeah, wants yeah. to understand why. Why did you make us? And it doesn't go to plan. No. Um, what, is there a billion alien movies, and they're hard to keep track of? What? What? <laughs> what? But so there's the alien franchise. Uh, hopefully, you learned things, or enjoyed things, or maybe are inspired to. Do a whole series watch like we did. It was fun. I, yeah. yeah, I really, yeah. I really Do it liked with a friend. it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, definitely watch them with friends. Um, Eat popcorn and skip. Twizzlers. If you skip Alien Three, it, it nothing will matter. Like yeah. it's not like nothing you're gonna bad miss. happen. And you know, there's just clones. That's fine. Yeah, you're <laughs> just gonna miss nothing. Don't skip four nothing. though. Four is great, even though people don't like it. It's fine, Gordon Erica. And if you're if you don't like gore, then maybe don't watch Covenant. But yeah. Um, yeah. Or just grow up. I would just like watch them all though. You Even should watch three, them all. Because then you can get the experience and you can be like, yeah, three is bad. And then you can hiss along with the. The yeah. most immersive and enjoyable movie watching experience about aliens I've ever had. Oh no. <laughs> there used to be an alien ride at Disney World that was. Um, Do you get face cuts on it? It's now. Uh, stitches like a, escape or something. It might even be something oh, different now. I don't know. But you, I don't know why Disney World had this because it was terrifying. <laughs> did and you want it? I did, and it was like my favorite ride. <laughs> like again, my mom and I went on it, and we were like, "This is the best." <laughs> and you sat in these little harness chairs, and it was like a four D experience. And so it was like you see the xenomorph, and then it gets out, and you'd feel it like stomping on your shoulder and everything's pitch dark and then sometimes there'd be like <gasps> no. strobe lights and then you'd feel like the heat of it on your neck <gasps> and like they'd spray you with stuff so it was like the alien blood and all that like <gasps> it was all and it's all in your mind because it's just like affects some things so and now cool. it was like like a joke that Stitch gets out and then he's farting on you and like oh he's running across your harnesses and we were like and just they used the same stuff <laughs> but just the different narration and like, or you're like, I used to be so scared on this ride. No, no, my mom was like, that was awesome. <laughs> and then we went on it, and we're like, no, no, it's lame and Disneyfied. <laughs> like, but yeah, that was like my favorite thing. And it was, I think, it was like Magic Kingdom it was great. It was like the adults only, and they had all these warnings, like not for young children. <laughs> and there'd all be these, all these like children coming out crying because the parents wouldn't read the signs. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Good. Um, yeah. <laughs> that just came to me. Um, you said that there was another movie coming out. Possibly. Maybe, but I think Zach said that, but it's been in development yeah, hell. It was going to be maybe <laughs> after hell. Covenant to truly link that one and Alien. But then Ridley Scott was like, I don't know, this whole like fake new Alien 3 thing is kind of interesting. So I think... I- I'd like rather we could that. bring Newt back and then she didn't die. Yeah, and like, it'd it's be just great. And we'd like get hit <laughs> Years later, Sigourney and Newt are having a grand old time as mother and Stop, daughter. Stop! I would love that. And it's just so like alien. actually a rom com on like destroyed <laughs> Earth, and, and, and they can have Hicks back too, and they just have Bishop's head just like is in it, a like, jar. In the jar. Like, talks Hi, to welcome them. home. Did you have a great day? No, they've put Bishop Bishop back together. Yes. There we go. Back together again. Yeah. Bishop had a hard fall. <laughs> 
I'm gonna lay down. Um, real quick, uh, we're we're going long, but um, what's a new thing you've been reading slash watching that you think people should? Um, I've been watching a show on Freeform called uh, Motherland Fort Salem. It is a show about uh, instead of witches being burned back in the day during the Salem witch trials, uh, this witch named Sarah Alder was like, "Hey, America, why don't we join your military and fight your wars for you?" And it follows these three young cadets who are going through training, like military camp, and they like kind of become this unit, and it's a lot of growth. And it's wonderful. And I've been reading the Percy Jackson series. I'm on book three, and it's also really wonderful. What's the series called? Percy Jackson. No. Oh, (laughs) Motherland Fort Salem. It's on Hulu. Is it animated or live No, it's live action. I know. What? Yes. (laughs) Sarah, what about you? I just finished The Chain, which is a highly intense book about um, a mother who has a child (laughs) who gets kidnapped, (laughs) like, in the first chapter. The first page, as you've told me. It's really great. The ending's a little clean for me, but whatever. Um, I've been playing Times Gone By, which is a computer game. Uh, (laughs) That's, like, a RPG, but also a shooter. It's really interesting. Um, and I just watched the first two episodes of the third season of What We Do in the Shadows last night, which is very <gasps> funny. You gotta get on that. I mean, to, I get ready for our it. vampire episode because we will. That's be true. I loved it on Halloween when we watched like seven episodes, and then I just keep forgetting to go back it's and watch so good. the rest of them. We should do a rewatch of that. Yeah. Right, what about you, Um Mine would be uh, we've been watching the series Mr. Mercedes on mm-hmm, Peacock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it was like made by some like random t- like network that nobody watched. I want to say, like, DirecTV had, like, their own network or something. Um, It's definitely, like, HBO levels of, like, adult and really creepy. Uh, It's based on the series, the Bill Hodges trilogy that Stephen King wrote. Um, I've only read the first one. My husband's read all three of them. them. It's a detective um, one, but it's, like, it's, um, Brendan Gleeson is the perfect casting for Bill Hodges because he's a retired detective that has just gone like like he's drinking he's gained a lot of weight he doesn't know what to do in his retirement and then the Mercedes killer is a guy that um has literally like run over people in a job fair with uh stolen Mercedes Benz and this like was written quite a while ago and I remember when people started using their cars at protests I'm like Mr. Mercedes Mr. Mercedes oh my god Stephen King you've done it again like um, the guy that plays um, the Mercedes killer because you see it from both perspectives so it's not a mystery like you yeah. know who it is is um I think his name is Harry Treadaway, and if you watch Penny Dreadful, it's the guy that played Frankenstein. Mm. Um, and also, if you watch the new Picard um, Star Trek series, he's, like, the villain in that, too. So, like, he's just very good at playing, like, super creepy. Um, so, yeah, that's Mr. Mercedes. Definitely viewer discretion advised, because he's super messed up. <laughs> um, and then, also, we've been re-watching all of Brooklyn Nine-Nine so and good. the last season, which... There's only two episodes left, and I'm so sad. But it, the new season has been very, very good. So, mm. tight. Yeah, tight. Awesome. I think our next one might be autumn, or it might be something like comedy horror. We have some scary things coming for you. I think it's, yeah, autumn and comedy horror. We also had one of Judge the Book by the Cover, but that oh, might yes, come very up too. So at some point. We're not sure what we're order they're going to be in. Um, Who knows? It's fine. Uh, Keep so in touch. I mean, they're going to be. We're going to be around. We're not going anywhere. Yeah. So make sure you check us out. Follow us at T and Tales One, the number, uh, on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. 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 
or follow us on Tumblr at t n tales one all spelled out. O n e. Lots of dashes. Our Instagram has a lot of followers, and I don't know what to do with that. So listen to the content. But it's also we need to get some some tweeters. So. Yeah, yeah, I I was a little, no. You're doing stuff I did with today. it. I'm saying you need to follow us on Twitter. because yeah, Emily's putting up funny. some dank I memes some about aliens. Memes about the pickle meme. Yeah, tweet us up. <laughs> what you know? Tweet us your drawings of aliens. We're yeah. gonna post ours. Yes, yeah, please do that. All right. And, um, tell us your favorite alien movie. And thank you for listening. We appreciate you, listeners. We love you. Stay golden. Stay golden. <laughs> Stay golden. And have fun this week. We will uh, pretend that we're not to pretend too that crazy. Not too crazy. Not too crazy. Pretend not to. Bye. Bye-bye.